Welcome to another installment of the Better Business Bureau serving Central Virginia shares. Barry Moore is CEO and President of the Better Business Bureau serving Central Virginia. He is our host, as always. Our guest is Cynthia Hodges. She's Vice President, Commercial Relationship Manager with Village Bank. And we'll be talking about uh, what a bank can do for you and what Village Bank can do for you and, and what Cindy does. Cynthia, welcome. Thanks for having me this evening. First, for folks who aren't familiar with Village Bank, how long has Village Bank been around and, and what's their history? Village Bank has been around for over 20 years. We are a community bank uh, based out of Richmond, specifically Midlothian, Virginia. And I am actually going to be celebrating my uh, 15th year anniversary with Village Bank this week. That is so cool. I, years ago, I started a bank account with a new local bank. This was a long time ago. And one of my first questions was, how long will it be before you're not local anymore? Oh, no. And then uh, that was about two years. So (laughs) y'all have been around for a long time. That's that's very reassuring. Well, Cynthia, what information does a a bank need to see when, and we're talking generally, I, I imagine small businesses here, when they apply for a loan? What's, what's the process? Yes. Yeah, so um, great question. I specifically work with small businesses. Uh, a lot of them have never applied for a business loan before. Um, and it's very different than applying for a consumer loan. So the things that I need to gather from a business um, would be like three years of business tax returns, I'm looking to make sure the business is profitable, uh, current year-to-date financial information. So right now we're in 2022. So I want the business has done so far. We've had a whole quarter. Uh, I would ask for a balance sheet, profit and loss statement, uh, AR aging and AP aging reports, a business debt schedule, which basically is a list of all the debts that are in the business name. Startup businesses, those are a little challenging for a lender, but if they are being considered, we'd want to see three years of projections showing uh, revenue and expenses for those first three years, as well as a written business plan. If the business is purchasing another business, we'd want you to show us, you know, three years of that business's tax returns. And then we look at at the business owner personally. Uh, We want to see three years of personal tax returns on the business owner and a personal financial statement. Of course, we have a form, uh, but that shows all of the um, personal assets and personal debts of the business owner. We want to make sure they have a good credit score. Um, And also, when I pull the credit report, I want to make sure everything you put on your personal financial statement matches uh, with the credit report. So I don't have any surprises there Uh, because the business owner is personally going to guarantee the loan on behalf of the business. And then it's my job to prove that there's insufficient cash in the business to make the loan payment. For a novice like me, that sounds just a yes. little bit intimidating. So it, it's overwhelming. I hold your, you know, I hold the hands the whole time. Um, and again, it depends on what kind of loan you're applying for. It depends on how much the loan is. So that's like everything I could think of for, you know, whatever types of loans we might be talking about. Uh, what kind of collateral do you need for a, a business loan? Let's say I've I've got just you know one shop and I, I it's a service business. Let's say. 
you know, it could be anything from an auto repair shop to dry cleaning. If I want to, let's say, purchase new equipment, what do I need to do to, when I come to you? Okay. Well, equipment is a is a smaller, easier loan. Oh. Um, so depending on what kind of loan we're looking at, um, you know, the the collateral might be if you're purchasing a commercial property, we would take that commercial property as collateral. Um, if if the piece of equipment um, is enough collateral, we would take that. You know, if it, if it was a specific vehicle, uh, we'd take the title to a specific vehicle. We would maybe ask for a UCC filing on all the business assets. So that could include inventory, accounts receivable, equipment. And, you know, sometimes just depending on what everything looks like when we gather that information, a business, you know, we might want to ask for, you know, a second deed of trust on your personal uh, house. Uh, if there's a commercial property that has tenants and the um, property is taken in rents, you know, we might take over those um, incoming payments should you default on the loan. Uh, that would be called an assignment of rents. And then sometimes we might need an assignment of life insurance on the business owner or a portion that would match the loan amount. Not all of those things. I'm just trying to give a broad answer to different things the bank might consider. What's the difference between a business loan and a line of credit? How, how do they differ? Yes. Yeah. So that's, um, you know, that that's a lot of times confusing for business owners. But a business loan is a specific term loan, and it's for a specific thing. Like you want to purchase a vehicle. You want to purchase a piece of equipment. You want to purchase a commercial building. So that is going to be for a fixed period of time, say three, five, seven years. And the payment is going to be coming from the profits of the business that are generated over the course of the year. Now, a line of credit is totally different. That is for short-term needs. Let's say you have to pay for inventory up front and then you sell that inventory and then you collect the cash. Well, you're generating that cash in a short amount of time and you turn around and pay down the line, you know, pretty much as soon as you collect your cash. Is that, and, is um, that like open-ended? I mean, does that, do I just keep that line of credit or does it end at some point? Right. So that's under structuring um, for a line of credit. Uh, that is usually structured for a period of 12 months, so one year. Um, at the end of the year, we review it, um, and it's renewed annually. But we want to check and make sure that the money was used as a line of credit, um, that you were dipping in and out of it, you know, over the course of the year. And, you know, you didn't give yourself a big raise or something with that money. Uh, and so you're, you're dipping in, you're dipping out. And then those payments are interest only. And um, it's only on the balance that you have withdrawn. So yes. you've got, so there are options. So if you're. Oh, if, so many options. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if you're like me and you have a small business and you want to expand, you you need to call Cynthia and, and ask, well, actually what I would do, I, I guess I would call you up and I would say, here's what I'd like to do. How, how do I go about it? And you could point me in the right direction. Right. I would ask you, well, what's the purpose of the loan? Like, why does your business need a loan? And then 
you know, I'm going to help you figure out, do you need a loan? Do you need a line of credit? Um, and we'll look at everything together and figure out what's best for the business. All right. I'm a small business. I've heard of SBA loans. Are they a good choice over a traditional commercial loan or what's, what's the difference? Well, those are good um, depending on what the loan is. We do offer both traditional commercial loans at Village Bank as well as SBA 7A, SBA 504 loans. Um, and depending on what the needs are of the business, you know, we're going to look at different options. In a com- case of um, commercial real estate, for example, it could be a good fit uh, because the SBA may have a, a lower interest rate and a longer period of time. Um, it can also help a lender say yes when there's not enough equity, you know, the money um, into the deal that the business owner's putting up. Typically for a commercial loan, we would require 20% equity or the money that you put down. The SBA can require as little as 10% down. Um, Also, the borrower may need an extended repayment term, or there's just not enough collateral for the loan. Those are all reasons that an SBA might be a good choice. And even though the SBA is a little more pricey, it's reasonably priced compared to, let's say, if you had to bring in a business partner to help you get the money you needed for the business loan, uh, the SBA will also let you roll certain expenses into the loan and not have to pay as much out of pocket as with a conventional commercial loan. But you could help me decide which is the correct path for me and my business. Absolutely. I would give you all the options so that, you know, we could make the choice together. You could make the choice that would be, you know, your, your option as to which way you wanted to go. What does it cost me to apply and, and get a business loan running, you know, to get to, to start the process. Yeah. And I find that this is such an eye opening um, question for business owners. I like to, I like to be upfront. I don't like any surprises when it comes to closing. I want the business owner to really understand, you know, business loan is so much different than a consumer loan. Uh, for, you know, example, if you're going to buy a commercial property, you know, traditionally, if you're going to buy a house, your appraisal fee is like $400. If you're going to buy a commercial property, uh, usually the cost is $4,000 to get a commercial appraisal. So that's a big difference. Wow. And again, you've got 20% equity into the deal um, versus, you know, or you could have 10% equity into the deal, which is an expense uh, for, a, for a commercial property loan. Um, and then... The other ex- expenses that are not all, not all loans have these expenses, but you just want to talk about, um, depending on the commercial property being purchased, there's may need to be an environmental study uh, to uncover any contamination that might be on that property. And there's different environmental studies. There could be a desktop appraisal, which is not that um, expensive, or we might need a phase one environmental study done, a phase two environmental study if things show up in the phase one you know they can be an underground oil tank or something like that um, then there's recording fees for deeds of trust that need to be filed and and these are pass-through expenses um the bank isn't charging these it's just expenses that have to be done paid and then you know the borrower is 
liable for those tithe, for those charges. So do those charges go into the loan? Mm -hmm. do those yeah, depend sometimes you can um, you know, we're going to want to see your equity into the deal. The bank doesn't want to take the entire risk for the loan. So, you know, we can look at all of those fees. And again, the SBA is a good choice for that if there isn't that much money for the owner to put down. Hmm. So title insurance, you're, you're going to need that for yourself, for your business. But the lender is also going to need title insurance and the borrower pays for that. Um, and that protects everybody. Mm -hmm. That That's there to protect Correct. everyone. Right. And if there is a loan on the, if there's a loan for the business that we, we do have to have um, the title insurance or, or for the property. Um, let's say you're purchasing another business. Um, the lender is going to have to get an appraisal on the other business. It's called a business valuation. That's done by a third party. So that could be an expense as well. Uh, if the lender's taken a lien on the business, uh, there is a nominal pass-through fee for, say, a UCC filing. There's a possible attorney fees. You may need an attorney to review your um, your loan documents and your purchase agreement. And the bank will the bank will have a fee uh, that it gets as well. But that's really like the only fee the bank gets. Sometimes it's just a percentage of the loan amount or it could be a, a small flat rate. And again, all depends on what type of loan that the business needs. And you would help me decide which loan is the best for for, for my business. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, you know, absolutely. So we'll talk a little bit about, you know, the BBB and the accreditation. Uh, you know, Village Bank has been accredited with us uh, for 20 years. Um, they have been all over the community. Uh, the brand that they stand for aligns with, with the Better Business Bureau. Uh, their sponsorships at so many different events means they give back to the community. And, you know, let's, let's say 100% of the banks are accredited. Well, that's wonderful, right? So it helps the consumer then go online and match up to reviews and meet the staff or whatever they want to do. But I can tell you this, that um, I've known Cynthia for a number of years and uh, to see her involved with small business loans up to a certain amount fit the people that are accredited. So my clients, right, that are accredited, we're all together. So we're not, we don't look at everybody as competition, but if the the dealing start, the head of the bank says, I want to be accredited. And so from that CEO down says, that's who we are. That means that's who the culture is. And that's what we try to explain to all businesses that are not accredited. And the ones that are, that I go in and tell all the employees, me being my entire team, what accreditation means. What is the benefit to the small business meeting up with Cynthia versus some other banks possibly? Who has the best knowledge? Is it years of experience? Is it the quality of the individual, quality of the product? So much goes into it, sometimes just chemistry. But I can tell you that the Village Bank team, again, starts with the CEO down, President CEO, believes in the brand. Um, Tom Winfrey, who was the CEO there a decade ago, um, is still on our board of directors. That's how I met the Better Business Bureau, through Tom Winfrey and uh, what he stood for and uh, the way he goes to market. So I'm excited that Cynthia was able to talk to people, hope explain it. Uh, again, we can continue to share this out. I think it was a great, what, 10, 15, 20 minutes 
quickly how small businesses can get over a fear and just make a phone call to Cynthia. Which What is your number, Cynthia? 804-539-6332. Yeah, so give, you know, these businesses that, that might need a little cash flow, might have an idea coming out of COVID the next couple of years, we're either going to rise this tide and, and there's going to be winners and there's going to be pe- people on the sideline uh, that just don't have a, the right business plan. But Cynthia said it in the beginning, you got to bring a business plan to her. So if you buy a franchise, you can go to Cynthia or, um, you know, all the SBA loans, whatever you do, but you have to have a business plan. And that's where the accredited business dealing with me as a president and CEO, I'm willing to spend 20, 30, 40 minutes helping that business owner or general manager get the direction. I've been doing it for 40 years, fairly successful, have a lot of ideas, a lot of knowledge. And if I can't help you past a certain time frame because I have other things to do and you don't, you need to get somebody to work with you, guess what? I've got an accredited business out there somewhere that help coach you, you know, to get ready to work and help work with the bank to make sure everything goes through. A good accountant, good attorney. So uh, I encourage you to call uh, Cynthia, learn about what her options are, and go down and meet them. I mean, you go into their branches. It's beautiful. I love the one branch. It's right down with the Brickhouse Diner, a Midlothian Turnpike. That's the one to go to. Tell you that right now. Yeah, go to that branch. That's actually and- where we got. I'm sorry. That's actually where we got started 20 some years ago. That was the that little it's, brick building. The little branch. And you guys is, have blown up. That was your Standard. first branch is where the, the diner is now? Um, across the street from the Brickhouse Diner is a little brick uh, building, which is our Midlothian branch. But that was that was our one branch. The corporate office was upstairs. And, yes, we have we've grown um, tremendously in that amount of time. You know, that's, that, Cynthia, that's about as local as you can get with a bank. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I just personally, I really prefer to deal with, you know, it's not like I want to walk in and and say, I want to talk to the owner, but I I do want to deal with a bank that knows the market, that knows the Richmond area, the greater Richmond area. That just, I just, I'm more comfortable with that. And at the beginning you, you laid out, you know, these are the things that you need to have when you apply for a loan. And I said, that sounds kind of intimidating, but after hearing you, you talk about the process, I feel like if I walked in and just told you, here's what I'm trying to do, help me, you, you'd be able Absolutely. to point me in the right direction. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, if you're and, and again, it depends on the size of the loan. If it's a tiny little loan, I might need not need three years of tax returns, I might only need one year. Uh, But, you know, if it's a huge loan, uh, you know, a big piece of property, we also are going to need to keep up with you uh, every year. So uh, when you get your tax returns done, I'm going to want to have a copy. I'm going to want to get an updated personal financial statement. But we're, um, you know, we are local. I mean, people have my cell phone number, uh, clients do. And I mean, me personally, I like to know my insurance agent and I like to, you know, I deal with people that I know on a personal relation and have a personal relationship with. And I I feel like my clients are the same too. You know, they know they can call me. They might be in some foreign 
island somewhere and their their debit card's not working, but they know they've got my number and I'm going to find somebody at the bank. Let's call Cynthia. We're, let's, yes. We got trouble here. Let's call Cynthia. <laughs> yes. I'm at the ATM in Barbados and it doesn't work. Right. Let me You're call. Not, I've, had, I've had calls like that before, but you know, we're a small bank. We have each other's cell phone numbers. It's just a different experience. I've been told time and time again, you know, people wish they had, had left I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but, you know, they just wish they had left the larger banks and come to a smaller bank years ago. You know, well, it's just you know if you're not comfortable saying that, I am, because well, I tell you, <laughs> you know, there was a headline just the other day about a large bank and one of their business practices. And, you know, I, I'm just so much more comfortable dealing with a local bank local businesses mm-hmm. in general and establishing that trust and, and Barry and the better business bureau serving central Virginia. That's, that's what they're all about is helping establish Absolutely. that trust between the business and the consumer. And the mm-hmm. way people find out, I mean, this is what, if I was a consumer, I could be business to business. I could be owning a, a plumbing shop, but I want to go to a nice dinner. I want to take my family or my teammates out to a nice dinner well, instead of checking all the social media f- sites that are paid, you get you, they're they, they're lead generators. So you go to look for one restaurant, and also you get hit by five local restaurants. We don't do that. So you go to www. You know, you go to bbb.org forward slash Richmond, and you put in the name of the business you're checking out, and see if they're accredited. See if they're an accredited business, and if they are, that means the head person. The owner made a decision to vet their business and make a complete uh, uh, a commitment to their employees, which then in turn make the commitment to their customer. If people don't see that, doesn't make them bad. I don't care that they're not with us, but a consumer might want to consider that and consider doing business with people that are accredited. But first, you got to understand what it means. Then you got to know how to verify it. And that's it. BBB.org forward slash Richmond. You can put in Village Bank and it'll come up and you'll get some information about them, how long they've been accredited. Not that they ever had complaints or did not have complaints. Did they answer the complaint is all we care about. You know, sometimes consumers don't know how to be consumers. And that's something that a lot of people are afraid to say. I am not at my stage because I've seen it. Sometimes people go too far and they they just rough it up. Okay, we'll suck it up. And move on and look at all the other positives. Use logic and common sense doing business. You will never fail yourself. You'll never be involved in a scam or or get hurt in fraud if you use your gut instinct and use logic. If you try to beat the business, then beware because they might beat you. But that's the way you check on a vetted business. BBB.org. Barry, if I if I own a small business and I want to become accredited, how do I how do I do that? Yeah, you know, I encourage you to either go to the website, www.bbb.org forward slash Richmond, or just call me. I love that. 804-521-6940. 804-521-6940. And like Cynthia, that's my cell. It'll go to my office. If I'm not there, it comes to my cell because I hate mm-hmm. calling people back. I'd rather take the call right then and get the questions answered and move on because time is short. Cynthia Hodges has been our guest. She's the Vice President, Commercial Relationship Manager for Village Bank 
a local bank right here in the Metro Richmond area. Cynthia, thanks for being our guest. Oh, thank you, Rich, so much for having me. And Barry, thank you. It's been great knowing you over the years. So I'm excited to have this opportunity. Yes. And as always, Barry Moore is the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Central Virginia. Barry's our host. And I am Rich Jacobs. And thank you for listening to another installment of the Better Business Bureau serving Central Virginia Shares. Mm-hmm.